The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study. We have come today to the crescendo of praise. The climax of it all in the Psalms is Psalm 150. And we've learned in our study that Psalm 146 through 150, the final five psalms, are frequently referred to as the hallelujah chorus of the psalms because they all begin and end the same way. Praise ye the Lord. Literally, hallelujah. So when you come to Psalm 150, uh, it is, might I say, the grand finale. And it is packed full of praise and also principles for praising God. Let me read it to you, and it won't take long because it's only six verses. Listen to it carefully. Psalm 150, beginning in verse 1, Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Would you like to take a guess what the theme of this psalm is? <laughs> praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. You know, this, this word, hallelujah, this, this phrase translated in our Bible, praise ye the Lord, uh, not only begins and ends in all of these five psalms, but did you notice that it's used 12 times in the last one? In six verses, 12 times, we are commanded to praise the Lord. Friends, that's a command we ought to obey. Uh, that is a, a duty, a discipline uh, that every Christian ought to take seriously. Are you serious about your praise? Is it haphazard? Is it is it half-hearted? Is it just a token every now and then, or is it the great theme of your life to praise the Lord? Now, let me show you something interesting because we're at the last psalm, right? Psalm 150. Go back in your Bible to the first psalm for just a moment. Like bookends on the psalms, notice the common denominator between the two. God, of course, the main character of all of Scripture. But look at Psalm 1. What is the great theme of the first psalm? Blessed is the man. So Psalm 1 is all about the blessed life, the blessed man. And he details for us uh, the way of blessing through the Word of God, meditation in Scripture and, and rooting in the Lord and all the benefits of the blessed life, uh, the, the firmness and the fruitfulness that God gives. Psalm 1 is about the blessed man. Psalm 150 is about us blessing God. You know, when we talk about blessings, we even think about blessings selfishly, don't we? When we talk about blessings, we all think of them as coming down to us, down to us, down to us. And it is true. James is right. Every good and perfect gift cometh down from above from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. But while that is true, I would remind you that the blessings should not be one way. 
that as surely as the blessings come down, the blessings should go up. As surely as the, the great blessing of God has been upon his people, the blessings of the Lord should be in our mouth. And we should be praising God, giving him the honor and the glory due to his name. I love this expression. It's one of the most famous of all the Psalms. Verse number 6, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Are you breathing today? Take a breath right now. Would you just take a breath? Wasn't that nice? I tell you what, let's all do it again just for fun. Ready? Take another breath. That's the gift of God to you. The Lord who first breathed into Adam the breath of life and man became a living soul is the one who continually gives his breath, who gives his spirit. In fact, we're told in Scripture, when he takes that breath away, we die. Every, everything dies when the, the breath of the Lord is removed from it. Now, let me make a little application, if I may. Spurgeon said that in this psalm, in all of these psalms, uh, these Hebrew names for God, Elohim, Yahweh, that's, that's the, the names for God used here, sound more like breathing than they do like words. Let me say them again. Elohim, Yahweh. In seminary, uh, we took Hebrew. Uh, it didn't all take on me, but I did take some biblical Hebrew. And it is a very, might I say, uh, a breathy language, <laughs> the way uh, it is spoken. And it's, uh, it's fascinating, really, to, to uh, see how this language was written. But watch, please, what Spurgeon is saying. He is making a connection here. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Every breath should be a reminder to praise God. And ponder this today. This is the one thing you're going to do in eternity. Now, I think we're going to do many things in eternity. I don't know all that eternity holds. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard. It has not entered into the heart of men the things God hath prepared for them that love him. I can guarantee you this. It will be better than you ever expected. And it will certainly be better than here. So eternity holds much more for the child of God. And I, I don't think we're going to float around on clouds forever, strumming harps. I believe we're going to serve the Lord in eternity. We're just going to serve him more perfectly, without distraction, and without uh, these old natures, and without the devil, praise God. But the one thing I do know for sure we will do in eternity, because it is the picture we're given all through the revelation of Jesus Christ, we are going to praise God. And if that's the one thing we're going to do in eternity, that is also the one thing we know we can do now. It's the thing that at this moment angels are occupied with. Don't you think perhaps we should be a little more occupied with our praise of God? You know, the disciples prayed uh, when the Lord was with them, Lord, teach us to pray. And I think that's a marvelous prayer. It's the prayer that begins all other prayer. Uh, we should all pray that today. Lord, teach me to pray today. Uh, we must learn to pray. But I think one part of prayer is praise. And remember, that's what the Psalms are. They are the prayers and the, and the praises of God's people. And uh, you can't separate prayer and praise. So as surely as we're saying to the Lord, Lord, teach me to pray, we should say this, Lord, teach me to praise. Are you a blessed man? Are you a blessed woman? Are you a blessed young person? I'll answer that for you. Yes, you are. If you're saved, you're blessed. If you're alive, you're blessed. If you're able to receive this word and understand it, you're blessed. We're blessed people. If you are a blessed person, then you should bless God. If you have enjoyed and experienced the, the, the joys of Psalm 1, then you should enter into 
the praise and worship and thankfulness of Psalm 150. We're coming back to Psalm 150. We'll walk through it, and I'll show you these holy hallelujahs that are found here, 12 of them. But let's just pause right now today, right where we are, and praise the Lord together. Father, we praise you for being such a good God, and we praise you that we are your children. You brought us into the family. Praise God. Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you for bringing God to man and making a way to bring us to God. Thank you for your death and burial and resurrection. Thank you for your atoning sacrifice. Thank you for the sacrifice of your own precious blood through whom we've been pardoned. Holy Spirit, thank you for bringing all of heaven's resources to our heart, for lifting up Jesus Christ to us and opening the word to us. Oh, God, we give you praise and glory today. Praise to the Father, praise to the Son, and praise to the Spirit. Hallelujah to our great God. Help us to live this day in a spirit of praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. All of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithes should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax-deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.